Aliens exist and President Trump knows about it. That's according to Israel's former space security chief. In an interview with an Israeli news, he said the aliens have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. NBC News chief global correspondent Bill Neely explains this one. Hi, Alison. Well, this is quite a story, and it comes from the man who headed Israel's space security program for nearly 30 years. Chaim Eshed is making the extraordinary claim that the United States and Israel have been in contact with a group of aliens for years, not immigrants, but extraterrestrials. He has called them the Galactic Federation of Aliens, and he says President Trump is aware of the existence of these aliens and had been on the verge of revealing their secrets, he claims, but was asked not to do so by the Federation in order to prevent what he calls mass hysteria. Well, the retired general says the U.S. and Israel have kept it from the public because quotes, humanity isn't ready and the aliens don't want to reveal themselves until humanity can evolve, he says, and understand what space really is. Well, the good news is that he claims an agreement has been reached between the US government and the aliens, a contract to do experiments here. There's also, he says, a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. Now, this former head of a branch of Israel's defense ministry is 87. He was very well respected, at least until now. And he said all this in an interview with an Israeli newspaper in Hebrew, but it's really taken off after parts of it were published in English by the Jerusalem Post today. He says he's come forward now in the hope that his news will be accepted as true. He notes that if he'd made these claims five years ago, he would have been hospitalized. But now he says, I've got nothing to lose. Well, so far, President Trump has not tweeted about this, though remember a year ago, he did set up the Space Force as the fifth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces. Well, we did ask the White House, the Department of Defense, and Israeli officials to comment. So far, they have not responded to the NBC News request, and I wonder if they ever will. Alison. Greetings one and all, and welcome to the Mind's Eye Podcast. I'm Paul James Caden, and today on the show we're going to be talking about the possibility of extraterrestrial life forms existing out there in the universe, and maybe even being here having a presence on Earth. I'm sure all of us are familiar with Many of the stories that have circulated over the years of people spotting UFOs, being abducted, um, publications like Fate Magazine have been uh, very popular in the reporting of different sightings of UFOs, aliens, and cryptids of all sizes, shapes, and origins. Up until about the last year or two, the government has said, well, you know, there's nothing out there. Uh, there's no proof to show that there's UFOs flying around in our skies or life on other planets. But then about, uh, I think it was about two years ago, uh, we suddenly get this footage that comes out on the news that was released by the Pentagon of uh, two fighter pilots filming this tic-tac-shaped object racing across the sky. 
And, uh, you know, these fighter pilots say that, you know, this was not our technology. It was going much too fast. It was doing maneuvers that uh, our equipment, you know, our machines, our airplanes don't have the capability to do. And then we hear that, of course, you know, the government has known about these things in the skies for years now. And they've been watching them, tracking them, trying to figure out what they are. Are they from Earth? Are they from another planet? Are they friendly? Are they hostile? What are they here for? And now we have uh, this particular report that has just come out from this former space security chief of Israel saying that the aliens are here. We've had contact with them for a long time, and they're just waiting for humanity to be ready to uh, unveil themselves. So what is the truth here? Is this something that this gentleman is just saying because the world is in such an upheaval right now that maybe he's telling tall tales hoping that coming from a reputable source or seeming reputable source uh, people might sit up and take notice and say hey maybe we better all come together maybe we should uh, work on you know, world peace, you know, the aliens want to reveal themselves, but we're not ready. You know, we're, we're living too much like primitive tribesmen here on planet earth, uh, at least in their eyes. So are, are these tall tales? Uh, does he have an agenda or is he telling the truth? How do we know between all of the stories that have been told over the years and books and magazines and television interviews, government statements, people like this gentleman coming out and, and uh, you know, saying that we have a contract with the aliens to do experiments here and President Trump knows about them. How do we know if there's any validity to any of this? I mean, these is these are just stories and words from other people. How do we know they're true? How do we know there's anything out there at all? Have any of us ever seen a UFO or something in the skies that we couldn't explain? Well, I think first and foremost to try to answer that question as best that I can in this podcast um, I would take a look at the spiritual documentation. Now, we have in the Bible many accounts of people seeing things in the sky that were, you know, the chariots of God or angels that ride like the lightning. We have Isaiah with the wheels within wheels. The Bible also tells us that there is life in the universe. There are angels, the angels of God, and that there's also uh, evil spirits or fallen angels, that there are powers in the heavens and in the air, you know, spiritual, uh, you know, forces of wickedness and darkness, and that we have to be careful that we don't entertain or fall for the false teachings of these beings. 
for those who read the Arantia book, uh, this is certainly uh, a publication that puts forth that the entire universe is teeming with life. There are angels, there are other spiritual and celestial beings, there's life on other planets, some very intelligent, some just beginning, and the whole universe is growing into and toward God. That there's this whole divine infinite plan for the cosmos, the universe as we know it and beyond to come into a place of, uh, I think I'm, I'm saying this wrong, of, of peace and light, of love and light, of univer universal rule under God. And that we will all have a part to play in this universal plan. So the Arantia book, you know, certainly paints the picture that there's all kinds of life out there. In metaphysics, uh, it's also believed that there is the world we live in. There is the invisible world of spirit, of angels. And, of course, other life forms throughout the universe and even in other dimensions. Because God is a creative force. He is a creative being. And he continues to create and express himself through all these different life forms and plants and animals and planets and universes and dimensions. So, again, in, in metaphysics... And even in Christian metaphysics, uh, it is believed that there's all kinds of expressions and creations of God out there in the universe. But what about personal encounters? How many of you listening to this show have seen a UFO or an alien, another life form that you couldn't explain? Some of you probably have, and many of you probably have not. So I think in this show, what I wanted to do is put forth the question, are we alone in the universe? Does extraterrestrial life forms exist? Are there aliens out there? Put forth uh, some of the spiritual ideas about what the Bible has to say about it, what the Arantia book uh, says about it, what metaphysics has to say about it. But then I also wanted to tell a, a couple of stories of my personal eyewitness accounts. So if someone were to ask me, uh, is there life out there in the universe? Do aliens exist? I would answer wholeheartedly yes. I believe that they do. And I would answer that question because of things that I have personally witnessed in my life that I couldn't explain. One of which was in, I believe this was around the summer of 19... 88. 
me and a group of friends were hanging out together. And where I used to live, there was this old abandoned silkscreen factory that was like out in the middle of nowhere. It was nothing but woods and a few houses around it. And uh, I knew about this factory because I worked there at one time. It was actually the first job I ever had. Great people, by the way. Chris Originals in Westtown, New York. It was uh, an awesome experience. The people I worked with there were like a second family. It was like a home away from home. It was, after a while, it wasn't even like a job. But sadly, the uh, the old silkscreen factory folded. And, you know, the building stood abandoned for a number of years. And my friends and I used to go there, you know, and, you know, we would drink beer or listen to music. You know, we were the kind of people that just wanted to go out in the woods or be by ourselves and, you know, do our thing. We weren't bar hoppers or, you know, really wanting to go to clubs. So one day, and this was, you know, in the middle of the day, it was me, my brother, and uh, three other friends of ours. We all decided to go to the old silk green factory and hang out. Uh, some of us drank beer. Others weren't drinkers at all. They brought soda, you know, and snacks and all this type of thing. So we drive up to the old uh, factory. It's broad daylight. The sun is out. And, uh, you know, we get out of the car. And one friend of mine uh, proceeds to sit on the hood of my car and lean back against the windshield. And he's looking up into the sky, and he points directly above the car, and he says, you know, guys, what the hell is that? And we looked up, and right over the car in the sky, the clear blue day sky, was this object that looked like two setting suns. Now, have you ever seen the sun when it was setting and it's that bright red-orange color, and you can look directly at it. Well, this is the color of this object, and it was joined, two circles joined by a bar. And it was all glowing with, like, the color of a setting sun. And it, it was pretty big in the sky. This wasn't some faint outline of an object. I mean, this thing was um, pretty close. And we all sat there looking at it, and it just seemed that it didn't move, it didn't take off, it didn't shoot up, you know, shoot off up into the sky. It just seemed that the sky closed in around it like a cloaking device, like the sky just closed around this thing, and it was gone. You know, and of course we sat there, you know, speculating, is it still there? Uh, you know, is it hiding itself, but it's, it's, it's observing us? And uh, we, we thought about uh, leaving, you know, getting out of there, but uh, we thus decided uh, it was safe. Uh, we weren't abducted yet, so we were just going to go on with our, uh, you know, our festivities. But... Um, that was one of the things that was, that was really weird. And there, there were a number of us that saw it. And uh, nobody could explain what it was, where it came from, where it went. How did the sky just close up around it? Have no idea.
The second strangest thing I saw, and this is when I lived in a place called Middletown, New York. I was going to Taco Bell at night with a friend. And uh, this was probably... This was probably somewhere mid-later February. It was still getting dark kind of early. It was cold. And we went to Taco Bell. And the Taco Bell we went to uh, was off the main drag in town. And there was this big parking lot in the back of the Taco Bell. And there was like this little strip mall that, you know, there were supposed to be businesses that, that went in there. But this little strip mall just never got off the ground, you know seemed like nobody ever wanted to go there and open their business except for a little daycare center. And at the end of the parking lot was just woods, just trees. And so we get our order at Taco Bell. We get go to the drive-thru and we come around and we go to leave and, you know, pull out uh, where to the left you went back up to the road to go home. To the right was just the big empty parking lot with the, you know, the strip mall and then the woods in the back. And just over the strip mall going toward the woods was your classic saucer-shaped craft with lights that were going around the rim. And they were like circling around the rim of this object. And my friend and I both saw it very clearly. It was pretty low in the sky. I mean, it was, as it went off into the distance, it was just above the treetops. Uh, but this object wasn't overly big. I would say it was maybe the size of a small aircraft. It didn't leave a trail. It didn't make any sound. There was no sound of an engine or propellers. It just glided silently because I saw it first. I was in the passenger side. And I happened to say, look at that over there. You know, what is that, you know, going over the strip mall? Is that what I think it is? So we turned the car and faced it uh, toward the strip mall, toward the woods, where we could see it clearly through the windshield. And it just glided silently, you know, over the treetops in the distance and kept going until it was out of sight. The next thing I saw, and this was the, the third uh, when it comes to seeing unidentified uh, craft that I had no idea, you know, what they were. And uh, this one was a little scary. This This one... This one gave me a moment of chills and wondering what the hell is that and what the hell is going to happen. You know, it was it was pretty damn creepy. And uh, this happened probably about 2000. Oh, and a matter, matter of fact, the, um, the craft over the Taco Bell, that was probably the late 90s. I want to say... 1998, 1999, somewhere in that uh, that particular uh, vicinity. This one uh, that was creepy, uh, this one took place uh, just about 2015, 2016. My wife and I lived in Ulster County, New York. 
uh, in this house uh, on a road called Bone Hollow Road. And it was just woods all over. You know, you had to drive for about 10, 12 minutes, you know, to, to get to civilization. But uh, it was isolated up there. I mean, there were houses, but there was a lot of woods uh, around, you know, everywhere. Very quiet. You know, uh, definitely a place to live if, if you enjoyed nature, you know, animals and crickets. You know, it was very, uh, very quiet, very private. So one morning we get up, you know, to, you know, go to work and get ready for the day. And my stepdaughter, who is disabled, uh, we realized uh, she didn't have any juice. My wife forgot to get it at the grocery store. So, you know, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30. You know, I'd just gotten out of the shower. So I said, oh, no problem. I'll just jump in the car before you leave for work. I'll, you know, I'll run down. Um, you know, I'll grab uh, some juice at the convenience store at the bottom of the hill and, and, and bring it back. And it's still dark. I mean, again, this was, uh, was wintertime. This was probably... Um, I want to say February, March, but it was, it was pitch black outside. So I get in the car and I'm driving and I'm going down this one strip of road where there's just woods on one side, a big embankment on the other side. That's again, woods going over like this, this steep embankment and I'm driving. There's no, uh, houses on this road. There's a couple abandoned houses. And suddenly in the dark, as I'm driving, I see dead ahead of me, over the road, your classic triangular-shaped craft with three lights, one at the point of the triangle and one on each point toward the back. And this thing is just, it's big. And it's just over the road stationary hovering there and it was surreal you know here i am it's dark i'm on a wooded road there's nobody around there's no houses and bam you know i come face to face with this thing and you know i just hit the brake you know i stopped dead in the middle of the road it's just me and the, this craft and I'm looking at it, and, you know, I, I had chills and a little bit of a uh, uh, scare moment. I was like, damn, I hope, you know, as fascinated as I am with uh, ufology and UFOs and all of this kind of thing, I hope this isn't the moment that a beam of light doesn't come out of that thing. And then I have my own abduction story. It, it was just that kind of moment, like something you would see uh, in a documentary or a movie where there's this big craft over the road and all of a sudden, boom, you know, the big, uh, the big uh, blinding beam of light. And then suddenly it's six hours later. So it, it, it was creepy. It was creepy. This thing is like right there in front of me and I'm looking at it. I had nowhere to turn around. You know, it was just woods on one side and the big embankment with a drop off on the other. Nowhere to go. The only way to, the only way to go was to reverse, 
but you know it was dark couldn't really see where you're going straight ahead or sit there and wait and see what happens and uh luckily for me a beam of uh, blue white light did not come out of this thing and uh you know suck me up into an abduction scenario uh it, it, it just hovered there and then it very very slowly just started turning toward the right pointing itself toward the woods and then started moving in that direction out over the trees and I sat there and I watched this thing go and when it was a safe enough distance I proceeded on my journey to get the juice and uh, I saw this thing you know as I was driving it was like going in the same direction as the car I could see the lights until it finally, you know, veered off and disappeared over the horizon. But, um, that one was scary. You know, that's definitely, uh, a little bit of a sinking feeling when you're just going about your day, you know, and suddenly, you know, bam, you run into this thing in the middle of nowhere and, um, you have no clue what's going to happen next. So those are, uh, you know, several of my noteworthy UFO encounters that uh, I couldn't explain. Uh, I know what I saw. And, you know, we could speculate and say, well, maybe, you know, these craft that I saw were ours. You know, maybe there weren't uh, aliens in them at all. Maybe they were uh, people you know, military or government or, you know, whatever the case may be. And sure, that's, uh, that's certainly, uh, that's certainly an argument. Uh, I do have other, uh, tales I could tell, but this is not the, uh, time nor place, uh, for some of those because they have a, a, a more of a, uh, spiritual nature. But I think, I think the, the thing that really, deserves honorable mention and i think that the video is still on my youtube channel i did a video called the being of light and to say you know you know ask the question is there life out there in the universe is there life in other dimensions i i say absolutely yes because you know this one really kind of took the cake for me and some of you who have listened to my show for a while uh, may remember this story others this may be the first time you're hearing it but this was uh, around February it always seems it's like February March this was uh, mid-February 2003 and this time it was me and a friend of mine we were going to Best Buy, which is a store that sells electronics, and I was getting getting a computer for, or a microphone for my computer, and I don't remember what my friend was going for, but we're driving down the road in Middletown, New York, this place called, a uh, road called Gulf Links Road. Again, it's just woods, uh, open fields where there used to be, uh, you know, farmland. A couple, you know, back then there were, you know, some sporadic houses and a couple of uh, little apartment complexes and a golf course, uh, which was 
uh, why it was called Golf Links Road. And, uh, you know, we're driving, you know, going to Best Buy, and this was a shortcut, taking the, the back roads rather than the, the main roads. And uh, as we're driving, you know, again, I'm in the passenger seat. We're using my friend's car. I happen to look off to the left toward this group of trees, and I see this light moving back and forth over the trees. And at first glance, it looked like somebody with a flashlight, you know, one of those big, uh, you know, uh, high-powered flashlights. You know, maybe it was somebody walking a dog or, you know, whatever. I mean, it was cold. There was snow on the ground. and But, you know, somebody could have been out there. So, you know, I see this light going back and forth over the trees. And as we get closer, you know, I, I see it again. And it looks like a circle of light. As we get by the patch of trees, which is on the left-hand side of the road, this circle of light comes off of the trees and passes over the hood of our car as we're driving, lights up the whole interior of the car with a blue-white light. I mean, I could see my friend's face. She's sitting there, you know, with this look of shock and going, you know, gasping and going, you know, what the F is that? And the thing of it was, is this wasn't just a circle of light. It was a circle of light on the trees, but by the time it came off the trees and passed over the hood of our car, uh, and as crazy as this sounds, and I'm, I'm not pulling anybody's leg on this one, it was the shape of a person, a man, with very large triangular wings coming off or out of its back. It didn't have a face. It didn't have any features. It was just pure blue-white light, and it was bright enough that it just lit up the car when it went right over the hood of our car. And when it hit the other side of the road, which was just an open field where uh, there was once uh, a farm, I suppose they planted uh, corn or something there, but it was at the big empty field now. It hit the edge of the road by the field, and it looked like it just disappeared. It just went into a doorway that we couldn't see. Head first, feet last. Pop, the light went out. It was gone. Uh, we both saw it clear as day. And, of course, some people, you know, that I've told this story to say, ah, it was a bird. You were confused. You know, that... Uh, that absolutely, uh, i never seen a bird light up the, in, the whole interior of a car on a dark, moonless night, <laughs> you know, where you really can't see your hand in front of your face. Um, I was studying at that time to be uh, certified as a hypnotherapist, so I was well aware of, you know, mass hysteria and influencing others. So when my friend gasped and she was like, what the F is that? You know, I told her, I said, don't, don't say anything. You know, don't, don't speak a word right now. Just think about what you saw. And then I thought about what I saw and I got the story straight in my head. Okay, here's what I saw. It looked like a person, uh, big triangular wings. It was, you know, looked like it was composed of light. It disappeared like it went into a doorway that we couldn't see. And then I asked my friend, I said, okay, what did you see? And she said the same exact thing. You know, so there was no way uh, we could influence one another or have mass hysteria or, 
you know, one of us being the dominant personality that leads the other one into some kind of story. You know, I was aware of all that. So I tried to avoid that by saying, don't say anything, don't say a word until I got the facts straight in my head. Um, but it was clear as day. I mean, it literally went right over the hood of our car. I mean, this thing, I mean, if it, if it was two feet in front of the windshield as it, as it went by, you know, there was no way that you could mistake, uh, what this thing was. So again, you know, that kind of solidified it for me, at least one of the things in my life that there's life out there that we're unaware of, uh, we don't know about, we don't see it every day. Where does it come from? Why is it here? Why was it uh, around the trees? Was it studying them? Was it trying to help them? Was it, you know, taking a sample back to its world? I mean, what was happening? Uh, you know, we'll never know. But if nothing else, that's one of the things that I've seen in my life that made me say, yeah, there's life out there that we would consider to be uh, aliens, you know, things that are not human, things that are not uh, of this earth. Uh, was it uh, what the Urantia book calls a midwayer? Uh, was it an angel? Was it something else? You know, shoot me an email. Uh Leave a comment. Let me know what you think it was. But uh, these are some of my personal stories that uh, kind of set in my mind uh, the opinion that there's definitely things out there that um, are not from this world. And so I hope uh, you enjoyed the stories. Um, maybe you have some of your own. Feel free to share them. I'm always uh, I'm always happy to hear other people's. Uh, sightings and encounters of things uh, like UFOs or um, strange creatures or beings. I've always said I think there's a lot of us that have a story to tell. And we have the most interesting stories, but we'll never have a big platform on which to tell them. And I think that's a shame. Because it always seems the people that get the big platform, the big news story, the book deals, the movie deals, you know, people paying a lot of attention, uh, a lot of attention to their stories. Generally, not all, not all of them, but uh, quite a few of them turn out to be uh, hoaxes in the end. And that's, that's really a shame. But uh, those are some of my stories. And that's why I believe uh, we're definitely not alone in this universe at all. So again, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed uh, the stories. And listen, the uh, Amazon gift card giveaway is still open. It's going to be, I'm going to decide who the winner is this Friday, the 18th. So if you want to, you know, be eligible to win, uh, send me an email. My email will be in the description of this podcast. But, you know, you have to email by Friday because that's when I'm choosing the uh, the winner. And don't forget my uh, friend Darren Meekin with his campaign to raise uh, money for children whose families don't have enough money to give them a Christmas this year. Um, not a lot of people donating. 
I don't think anybody's donated. You know, let's uh, let's get some, let's have some Christmas spirit, folks. Help a brother out if you can. So uh, anyhow, thanks again for listening, and uh, stay safe, stay well, watch the skies. You never know uh, what you'll see out there, and uh, hopefully it's uh, not something scary like a big triangle over the road, and uh, you're fearing you might get abducted. That's, uh, um, yeah, that one is spooky. Anyhow, folks, have a good one. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time here on the Mind's Eye Podcast.